welcome to the first episode of Podverb. In this episode, we're going to be answering some questions we received on creation and the Sabbath. And to do this, I'm joined by Dr. Timothy Standish and Dr. Ronnie Nalin. I'll ask you gentlemen to introduce yourselves. We'll start with Dr. Tim. Well, thank you. I uh, came from Australia originally. That's where I was born. I now work in Southern California with my colleague, uh, Dr. Nalin. And uh, by training, I'm a biologist. My interest is in molecular biology and applying molecular techniques to questions about species and um, also questions about how we can use this knowledge in a practical way as we make laws, for example, to take care of our environment and the organisms that live in it. That's powerful. You enjoy doing the fascinating thing, you know, Biologists are always cool because I'm also a biologist. Let's hear about the not-so-interesting things in nature, Dr. Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Clyde, thank you for uh, having me. That's, uh, that's not fair <laughs> and not accurate. Uh, I am a geologist. Uh, I come originally from Italy. My interest is in uh, sedimentary rocks. And the uh, rocks are indeed uh, fascinating and they have um, amazing a variety of um, topics to explore and investigate. Um, so personally, I'm interested in the processes that generate accumulation of sedimentary rocks, then, then we can study in the rock record. I also work at the Geoscience Research Institute as uh, Dr. Standish. That's great. You know, I'll, I'll be honest, you're one of those people who really are fascinated with geology, and it kind of rubbed on me on our last uh, visit to Bolivia so it's great to have you both on board. And in this episode, we're going to be introducing a series of discussions that we're going to be having together on this podcast. And we received quite a number of questions linking creation and the Sabbath. So that's what we're going to be discussing in this episode. Gentlemen, are you ready? As ready as I think I'll be. Yes, of course. <laughs> great. So let's get into it. I know both of you are Christians and you also love studying nature in the light of the Bible which is a very key part of your beliefs. So I thought you would be very good resources to have on this podcast because that's what we're trying to do, studying nature in light of the discussion between creation and evolution to see if there can be something that we can pick from our study of the Bible and our study of science, you know, in whatever fields that we are in. And in this first episode, we're trying to see if there can be a link between creation and the Sabbath. And if those things can be accepted by people who are practicing Christians and practicing scientists. So let's start with the first question. What is the link between the creation and the Sabbath? I'll give that to Dr. Tim. Okay. Well, neither of us are really theologians, but this is a theological question as much as anything. And for me, the crucial link in Scripture is the fourth commandment. So we're talking about Exodus 20 verses 8 through 11, where God himself, the creator of the universe and everything in it, writes with his own finger that he created in six days. And that's why we need to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Now, that's actually not the only time this is mentioned. Obviously, if you go back to the very beginning of the Bible, Genesis 1 and 2, 
we see that God goes through these six days of creation and human beings are created on the sixth day. The first thing that God does with human beings is rest together on the Sabbath day, on day seven of creation. If you look at the Bible and you look at why people should worship anything, the only reason that I have found is because that being is the creator. So the Sabbath day is the day that the creator has asked us to keep holy, the day that we set aside in worship to him. And, um, you know, that's th- there's sort of a, an indivisible sort of situation going on there. God is creator. We worship him. He asks us to worship him in the most interesting way you can imagine, by taking time, rest with him, commune uh, with him. It's one of those things that sets Christianity in quite, uh, it sets it up in a very different way than you see with other religions, at least that I'm familiar with. Most, what I would call false religions, set up the God or the gods or whatever in such a way that they are demanding something. They're demanding work in some way from human beings. What the creator God of the Bible asks for is rest, which is a very interesting thing. Surrender, rest. He created us by grace. He has saved us by grace. We rest with him. And the Sabbath is at the core of that. I'm also picking up the aspect of relationship because in that rest, you know, it's a moment that we get to connect with him. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, to, to me, it's a fascinating thing that the God who created me would want to actually spend time with me. In my life, I've made a number of things and I, you know, some of them I'm quite proud of, but I don't expect that those things would commune with me in any way. They might be things I want to share with other people or something like that. But the one thing that I have been involved with making that where I do want that communion, that relationship, is my daughter. You know, that's, that is the relationship that God continually points us to as followers of his. We are children of God. The uh, Apostle John said, you know, behold what manner of love the Father has uh, given unto us that we should be called the children of God. And so as his creation, as his redeemed, we are his children. And uh, he wants to spend time with us. It's amazing. It is. You know, it really is. Dr. Ronnie, do you have anything to throw into the ring, B? Well, I think uh, you guys uh, covered a lot of bases there. So I'm happy to uh, go and move on, explore another topic. That's okay. So our next question is, uh, I'm curious, was God tired when he rested on the Sabbath? You can start us off on that. Uh, Clyde, uh, this is... uh, an interesting question. What, what do you think? Was, was God tired? You know, I honestly don't think God can ever get tired. It's an impossibility. It's one of those things that you think of and 
you know, you can never conceive of God getting tired. So I don't think he was tired. Uh, I tend to agree with you because, uh, uh, especially after considering the display of power that he has just given us by performing a creation from nothing, out of nothing, ex nihilo, bringing to existence things that were not there before, uh, we are astonished by the complexity and the power displayed in our world. And therefore, we understand that God has an immense um, power. Therefore, thinking that he was uh, fired after performing this um, doesn't really uh, seem a possibility. And so the, the conclusion that I take, and this is the important point, is that the Sabbath, the rest, is made for us, not for him. And therefore, I think that the Sabbath becomes something that God conceives with us in mind. This is beautiful to think that he thinks of the creation, the rhythm of the creation with humans in his thoughts. Even the, um, the velocity of the rotation of the earth around its axis, which is ultimately what determines this rhythm, is something that he thinks of and sets so that we can be a part of this uh, daily and weekly rhythm. And for us, that should uh, make us think. It should make us think that this day is something that God had prepared for us as a space, as a space that we do not control. It's a space that is given to us. And therefore, by resting on the Sabbath, we do an act of worship, an act of worship because we accept something that has been given to us, something that we have not created, something that we have received, something that we did not determine. We did not determine the rhythm of our lives. We are not in control of the day, the speed of a day, uh, the length of a day. We are not in control of the rhythm that forms the background of our existence. It's something that is given to us and something that the Lord thought of with a lot of care and uh, design in mind. And, you know, tying in what you've just said with uh, what Dr. Tim mentioned earlier, you can really see that this is a unique creator because he has his creation in mind and he made this and he gave it to us. That, that is the Sabbath. He gave it to us as a gift to us. And Jesus even mentioned that the Sabbath was made for man. And it's a beautiful thought if you think about it. Oh, can I can I can I just hop in for a second? Because uh, I was I was thinking the whole time about Isaiah forty twenty eight. You know, this is um, uh, obviously we're not the first people to ask this question, and Isaiah forty twenty eight really lays this out in relation to the creation. Um, so let me let me read it to you. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It puts it this way: Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither faints nor is weary. His understanding is unsearchable. So, um, in fact, the Bible says uh, very clearly that, uh, yes, the, the Sabbath was, is for us. We're the ones who need the rest. It's not God. It is a, it is a selfless gift. 
Indeed. And you know, it's it's a very beautiful thought because I can imagine if you are the CEO of a startup, you really want people to perform. You know, the drive is to bring results and most of the people end up burning out and leaving startups because of this startup culture. As it has come, come to be known, it's always uh, giving more than 100%, but he is wi- he is willing to cause you to stop. You know, you don't need to overdo things. You don't need to outperform yourself. Find time to rest. And in that moment that you're resting, you're resting in relationship with me. That's a beautiful thing. We can move on to the next question. Someone asked, isn't the Sabbath a Jewish concept? You two gentlemen indicated that God made the Sabbath for human beings, but it seems to be tied to Jewish tradition. And if you look at most of the Old Testament, which is the history of the Jewish nation, of course, there's the history of humanity at some point, but much of it relates to the Jews. So isn't the Sabbath a Jewish concept? How do we even relate it to the whole of humanity? I'll start with you, Dr. Tim. Okay, well, I would uh, start off by pointing out that we're all descendants of Adam. That is, that's what the Bible teaches. And that uh, by faith, as Paul puts it, we are descendants of Abraham. So Adam was not Jewish, and yet we see the Sabbath set up there. The, The first full day of his life, he spent communing with God, keeping the Sabbath holy. So it certainly didn't start out as a Jewish thing. In addition to that, if if we actually believe that through faith, uh, we are all children of Abraham, aren't we all Jewish? I, I have to tell you that I have to practice exceptional faith to do that because I, I've actually checked my my DNA, um, you know, uh, ancestry, and it turns out that somewhat unexpectedly, I have absolutely no Jewish blood in me. <laughs> I don't wow. know how you come from Northern Europe uh, primarily and don't have any <laughs> Jewish blood at all. Absolutely indetectable. But that's surprising. Um, yeah, it's it's very surprising. I I. I Less surprising was that I mean I always suspected I had some Chinese, and uh, but I never I never expected Native American. But I have that ancestry, but I do not have any Jewish ancestry. So by faith I am a son of Abraham, an heir according to the promise, as Paul put it. Yeah, as as you've you've mentioned, the place of the Sabbath did not come at the time of the Jewish nation being established. It's something that was right there at the beginning. And you indicated as you were answering the first question that as Adam and Eve had been created, the first thing they did, you know, was to enter the Sabbath. Of course, Adam had named the the animals. That can be discussed at another time. So as soon as they were created, the next event, the next day was the Sabbath. So this was made for everyone because all of us come from from Adam. I don't know if um, Dr. Ronnie, you have anything to add there? Yeah, yeah, I would like to add some points. The first one, I think uh, we come back, uh, continue to come back to this uh, message that Jesus shares saying that the Sabbath was made for men in the sense that he's trying to point also this aspect that there is this relationship between God's intention in establishing this time 
and humanity in general. No nation owns time. Uh, time is being given to humanity in general, the, the weekly rhythm. And so at the same time, it is also true that God called the people of Israel in a particular moment in history and it was through the people of Israel that he was able to reinforce and, and grow some of the revelation of his character and even the history of humanity as revealed in Scripture. So there certainly is a lot that we can learn from the Jewish understanding of the Sabbath and the heritage that is present in the tradition of faith. So I, I see both components and we have to be grateful for the Sabbath being in some ways nourished and protected and, and, and the concepts around it being developed through the history of humanity, through the people of Israel. And uh, nowadays, uh, we also are called to share this beautiful uh, and deep truth about the creation, the Sabbath, in a world that uh, needs it. Yes, and uh, especially right now, you know, when we're going through so much, I think people would appreciate this gift even more because of all the turmoil that's going around on around us in the world. You gentlemen are in America and there's been a lot of unrest because of the pandemic as well as the protests that have been going on because of the injustice that is there in the world. And, you know, the Sabbath gives us this moment in time where we can focus on God and our relationship there and get closer to each other. And we are sort of isolated from all the pain, all the suffering, and all the hard work that has been going on throughout the week. And we get this moment to just relax with our Creator. Think of it as a date with our Creator. And also with our brothers and sisters. One of the things that I have the privilege of doing is traveling around the world and worshiping in different churches on Sabbaths and also with uh, people who do not worship on the Sabbath. But it is common to find in churches the one place where people of different backgrounds, rich, poor, you know, old, young, and people of different races all come together. I've stood up in so many different churches and looked out and marveled at the fact that you see a kind of harmony there. I'm not saying that people are perfect or anything like that. Yes, there can be trouble. Even in the early Christian church, there was trouble between the Greeks and the Jews and all sorts of stuff like that. But you can see this harmony. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And I personally love the fact that, you know, when I, I, I grew up actually in Asia, so I could look at uh, the Malay and Chinese people who were there in the church with me and also some Indians as well. It's just a beautiful thing. We are all brothers and sisters. We are all children of God. We are all made heirs by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to the same promise, the very promise he gave to Abraham. We are all redeemed and we're all going to heaven together. We're all going to enjoy that new creation. Uh, it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. Clyde, if I may add something, you talked just a, a few minutes before saying that the Sabbath is certainly a time for rest and relax. But I would also bring in this other aspect of the Sabbath. There is another dimension 
which is dynamic. The Sabbath is not a synonym for lack of activity. And Jesus is the example that shows us how the Sabbath is a day for acting for justice, a day in which we correct what is not good in the world. Jesus healed on the Sabbath. Jesus uh, helped us understand that the Sabbath is also an image of bringing the kingdom of God in a world that is suffering. In some ways, it's true that the thing that we rest from truly is our own will, our own desires, our our own mindset, our own way of doing things. And we rest from it. We We set aside this way of thinking, which is our own way of thinking, and we let the Lord work through us. We let the Lord uh, remind us that he is the only creator. Indeed, you know, and it's, it's a wonderful thought to think about that because it really is a time when we can do good. You know, this all leads us to the last question for this episode. What does the Sabbath have to do with origins? Remember, our podcast is all about creation and evolution. So what's the link between the Sabbath and origins? Well, it's a memorial of where, where everything came from. That's, that is the way that, uh, that it's presented in Scripture, at least. I sort of look at the beginning of the book of Genesis, those first words that are there in, in Scripture. And Moses starts off by saying, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth is this very universal statement. It, it, this is the source of all things. And probably the, the big question I've kind of thrown around in my mind, I wouldn't say I've, I've agonized over it, not at all, just, just thought about is, what exactly was Moses trying to tell us there? Was he trying to tell us about God? Was he trying to tell us about nature? Or was he trying to tell us about ourselves? And the answer that I come to for all of those questions is yes. He's telling us who God is. He is the creator. He's the creator of everything. You live in a created universe. You yourself are created. And the Sabbath, one seventh of your time should be spent thinking about that. Because if we keep that in mind, that we are created beings and that God is our creator and we praise him and worship him for that, that will change everything about our lives and the way we live, the way, the whole way we view reality. So it's not just a question of where did everything come from? It tells us what everything is in the first place. And without knowing what something is, it's going to be quite difficult to talk about origins. <laughs> if you don't know what it is, how are you going to talk sensibly about where it came from? That's true. You know, if you don't know where you're coming from, you don't know where you're going, you know, and it becomes very difficult. Clyde, uh, for me, um, the Sabbath is basically a statement of belief, uh, a profession of faith. In this case, it's very related to origins because it it expresses in a practical way my belief about the existence of a creator. By keeping the Sabbath, I affirm that I and the world that I live in have been created by God. But it's more than that. It's not just a statement about the existence of a creator. I think that the Sabbath also, in some ways, 
gives us some information about what kind of creator this creator is. The experience of living the Sabbath, of enjoying the Sabbath as a process that helps me understand the character of this creator. So the Sabbath is a space where I affirm my trust in the existence of a creator, and I also learn more about the character of this creator. Can I add just one thing to that? And that is, obviously, at least anybody like myself, looks around the world and, and, and we're wondering, what is going on? Because in some ways, the world just doesn't seem to make any sense. There is so much beauty, so much incredible design that's there. And yet at the same time, there is also so much evil. People do evil to one another, but there's natural evil as well. There's death, there's suffering, and all of these things. And again, if we're going to come to a correct answer about origins, it is going to be rooted in some way in understanding the nature of the creator, whatever that creator is. What the Sabbath does is it introduces us to the creator. It tells us what he is. It tells us what he wants from us. And because of that, it helps us to understand that while the creation was very good in the first place, it is fallen now. It is broken in some way, which of course then leads us to the understanding that it needs to be fixed in some way. So this is where being mindful of, yes, we are created beings, but also being mindful of the nature of that creator makes such a huge difference in understanding reality itself, because there are other frameworks. None of them is nearly as beautiful, at least uh, from my perspective. Well, we've come to the end of uh, today's episode. It's been quite an insightful discussion. I think it set the stage for the series that we're going to be covering as we look at more of these questions that are tied to creation and the Sabbath. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. I'll just give you a final word to say bye-bye to our audience. We'll start with you, Dr. Ronnie, then we'll end with Dr. Tim. Clyde, uh, thank you. Thank you very much for this opportunity. And thank you also to the listeners. I really hope that this is just the beginning of, uh, of a reflection and that uh, we can dig deeper, each one of us individually, and explore more about the deep meaning of this uh, gift, the Sabbath. I'd like to thank you also for having us. Whenever we have a conversation about something like this, it seems like we end and we've only scratched the surface. This is a beautiful, rich, deep topic that we've been wrestling with and talking about a little bit. And I encourage everybody who who is listening, continue to look into it. You'll continue to find interesting new perspectives and most importantly, a beautiful perspective on the world in which we live and particularly one another. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Podverb. I hope and trust you were blessed by everything that you heard. If you have any questions, you can send them through via an audio recording by visiting speakpipe.com slash podverb. If you would like to write in, you can do so by sending us an email at podcast at podverb.com. 
If you would like to support the show financially, please consider becoming a patron on Patreon. You can do so by visiting patreon.com slash podverb. Your financial support will help us to keep this podcast going. It will take care of any of the incidental expenses that may be incurred as we run the podcast. I hope and trust that you will have a blessed day and may you join us next time by clicking subscribe in your favorite podcast player. If you really want to be one of the most awesome supporters of this podcast, please consider leaving us a rating in your podcast player of choice. By leaving a review and a rating, you help other people to discover our show and you help us to let us know where we can improve and where we can keep doing what you like. I hope you've been blessed. Until next time, bye-bye.